This is Halligan from The Clash Files, live from a clearing in a magical forest, bringing you a special update from Clash of Clans. Supercell has been dropping sneak peeks since Friday that there would be new high cup leagues, level 5 dragons, three new dark spells, and it looks like they've arrived. Stay tuned as the cast of The Clash Files talk about the update, how they may implement them, and how they may affect the game. As always, I'm Halligan, and you're not. Welcome to the Clash Files. It's July 2nd, 2015, and the update is here. I'm joined today by the leader of Kent Farmhouse. I'm here with Natalia. Why, hello. Hi, Natalia. And straight out of Canada, he's a Town Hall 9 rancid meat. Oh, young. And our resident dreamboat, Town Hall 9, Halligan. What's up, fellas? Hey, everybody. How's it going this week? Well, I'm not a fella, but I'm good. <laughs> and ladies and fellas. Well, thank well you. ladies can qualify too. Hey, Natalia, why don't you tell us where you are in the game? What's going on right now? Um, I have 2020 heroes. Whoop, whoop. Nice. Hooray, hooray. I think I might have said that on the last cast, but I think it bears repeating. Definitely I mean, they're good not enough. They're not as special as Rancid, but you know, yeah, it I've is what thought, it is. I've Rancid's got a special kinda, pair. Yeah, it's kind of weird that I'm a Town Hall 10 and I've got Hero Envy over a Town Hall 9. I know, right? <laughs> Right? Yeah, totally. What, what else, else is going on? Well, since the update dropped, I have put my spell factory down, but I have not gemmed it, and I will not gem it, so it's still working. Gem it, I have gem it, gem it. not gonna do it. Yeah. I have my blower situation. I forget what it's called. That's thing. an air sweeper. That, yes. That's going to level two. I put that down as well. My goblins, my max goblins, by the way, which I'll never use, but I'm upgrading anyway, will be finished here in three days. And I have 80,000 dark elixir. I'm just waiting so I can put my queen back down. So what's next in the uh, laboratory? Dragons to I'm so glad I picked goblins over dragons because now dragons are a million cheaper. What about the dark spells? Well, my dark she spell factory isn't ready yet. Oh, okay, yes, and you're not going to gem it. No. Well, how funny of you. Uh, Rancid, where are you in the game? What's going on this week? A couple more lavas built. I haven't done a lot of farming. I got my storages full for the update. Dark spell lab is now going to level 2. My poison spell is upgrading to level 2. Level 2. So you said your dark spell factory is going to level two? Yeah, I, you... I gemmed it up today so that I could uh, use some dark spells in my war attack. Are you planning on maxing that out? As much as I can. Me too. Halligan, what about you? Where are you in the game? What are you doing right now? Not too much change in my heroes. Still uh, 20, queen, 18, and the king. Sitting at 32 lavas, 165 Legos, and 53 skulls for when I gotta dump a million. But, uh... I, unlike Natalia, had no problem gemming my spell factory. And uh, so I've got that done. The uh, blower's going to two. And I was able to start upgrading my earthquake spell right away. Um, wanted to upgrade uh, the uh, new poison spell. But uh, apparently you need uh, Town Hall 10 even to just get level two on that thing. So I'm so well on that. So went with the earthquake. Hopefully it pays off. You're at level two on your dark spell fact then. Yes, yes. Gemmed it yep. finished. Gemmed it to level two. It was yes. a treat. Yeah, that's the same place I am, so I'm not any further ahead on heroes. I decided to take a quick jaunt up to champions, but when I found out that champ 2 started as high as it did, I decided to come back down so I get some farming in. 
but uh, my dark spell factory is at level two. I've got my poison upgrading, and I haven't decided if I'm going to gem it or not yet. I think I may save the gems for the next time I need to put a hero down. My king is at level 24, so I should be putting him down soon to get him to level 25, and I may need to save the gems for that. Let's go to Kent News. What's going on in Kent Farmhouse, Natalia? Oh, I know, I know, I know. Let's see. We have in Kent Farmhouse, we lot well we just won our most recent war in epic fashion in epic fashion it was against the og horde 2 we won 88 to 85 if you watch the last five minutes of the war that's when we won it we had some super epic attacks within those last five minutes so congrats to all there the yeah, warhammer we go ahead yeah yeah sorry we went from five down to three up in the last five minutes of that war it was super impressive and the warhammer winner for that war was burnt the cake with two three star attacks for six stars and one defense against they're number 17, he is our number 30, and their 17 got no stars. It was a 39%. So, way to go, Burnt the Cake, on that war. The war before that... Can, uh, can I interrupt one second and tell you that I rage quit after my second attack because I failed so miserably and thought that we were done for. I, I rage quit, didn't turn the game on, didn't turn line on until we started, right before we started recording. I'm like, we won? We won. <laughs> nice job, guys. We had yeah. a defense. We had a defense about 40 minutes before the war started. And it might have been that defense that you were just talking about that I think turned the war around. I mean, he he hit that defense. And uh, we had another defense in the last 40 minutes of the war. And, I mean, we just, the afterburners on. And I'm the one of the worst war attackers that we've got. And I thought it was going to come down to me getting a star or two. And my, my attack at the end didn't even matter. We were going to be screwed if that was the case. Yeah, that, that, that's right. The Town Hall 9s at the end of this war completely won the war for us. They did. They did really well. So going off of that, the war before that was a devastating loss to Team Canada. 81 to 82 we lost. That was that was a hard, hard one for us. But we lost against Canada. They were super great, gracious, so it wasn't too bad. The Warhammer for that one was a Lazy Savage, who also had six stars and eight defenses. As a ta- I think a Lazy is a low-level Town Hall 9. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. So that yeah. was really impressive. So congrats to a Lazy and Burnt the Cake. What else do I have? 2.0. Kent 2. I have some news from Kent 2.0. They we currently have 11 spots open in that clan. So if you want to join, just make sure you have some kind of I believe, I'm a believer, I want to believe in your join message or let us know you listen to the clash files. But their wars where they have been going really well. It's a clan level 2 moving Yay. on up. So that's awesome. They've won their last two wars. Once one was against a Chinese clan. Uh, they won 72 to 55. Hibbles was the Warhammer of that for six stars. And the most recent war was against this is a super hilarious clan name, people. It's District 13. It's not District, it's Dis Trick, T R I K 13. <laughs> 
hilarious. We won 58 to 18, so just squeaked by on that one. And Bisp was the Warhammer winner for that with six stars total. So congrats to them. The last thing I have to say is uh, a huge thank you, thank you to the members that came from Kent Farmhouse and went to 2.0 to manage it. Those two members were the 5th of November and Adam A. Bear. So I want to thank you two especially for doing that. Um, I really, really appreciated that. So thank you. And that's that's pretty much all I have. Yeah, I think it's really important to call out those guys that went from Kent to Kent 2.0. You know, they're not a feeder clan. Nope. They're just a sister clan to Kent Farmhouse. There are. In the next couple of weeks, I'm sure they're going to, you know, develop their own culture over there in Kent, in Kent 2.0. But having a couple of players from Kent over there to let them know what we're all about is just really, really helpful, I think. Don't you? Super helpful. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's one thing to have uh, all of our mini over there but it's uh i mean just nature of the beast where we're not on our minis as much as uh right. as much as we need to be to really manage the clan so having those two over there has been great yeah, Absolutely. I mean, I th- yeah i think uh i mean we're at like 35 or 40 members over there and it's about time to start pulling some minis out so that we can let 39 people in damn yeah yeah. yeah not too old of a clan just level two and already at 39 members i think that's going great pretty great yeah don't make so, me pull mine out though because the three hogs that I get in my CC just wipe out any town on four. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. It's fun to be over there in your minis. But uh, hey, so we don't, we're not here to talk about Kent totally. And, you know, we, we try to touch on all facets of the game. And we had kind of a big deal happen this week. Uh, lots of Clash news. Halligan, why don't you take us through some of the Clash news? There was big news this week? Like an update, maybe? No kind idea what you're talking something about. Something like that. Yeah. Something like that. Um, I've just been farming like normal. Yeah, nothing changed. Nothing to no. see here. Move along. Mm-hmm. Move along. Before I get into the update, the one national, international story regarding Supercell was uh, the fact that they've got a game that uh, they were kind of developing. It was only in release in Canada, and I believe... It was Australia. Australia. I knew it was. Yeah. Uh, I knew it was another continent. But okay, so Canada and Australia were soak testing this game called Smash Land. Also, um, one yeah. of Oddfather Scotty's favorite games. He really yes. enjoyed Scotty it. Love this game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he talked about it quite a bit. Thought that it was great. Um, as a matter of fact, a lot of the the uh, I shouldn't say a lot, but a few of the YouTubers on Twitter also had early access to this game and just raved about it. But Supercell is killing the game. Um, um, yeah, apparently from Supercell, it's taken the difficult decision to end Smashland's development. It, this is uh, coming from VentureBeat. Dean Takash, Takakashi, yeah, just check VentureBeat. Uh, despite its popularity and positive feedback from players, it was proving difficult to reach the high standards we set by our other games. We did not want this to continue for the sake of continuing, as that is not the Supercell way. We won't be accepting any new purchases from today, and the game will fully shut down Tuesday, September 1st, 2015. And it goes on to say that, and this is actually, in in my opinion, something to be admired. They've got a game, yes, people like it, but it's not up to their standards. They don't want to waste the time on it. They want to take those people, put them on other projects, whether it's uh, additional developing for our game, Clash of Clans, or whether it's looking at the next big thing. They know when to cut their losses before they get too huge. So that was the the big outside the game news. But then uh, once we get back to the updates, I guess we 
we can go down this list from the the actual Supercell announcement. It starts out with the Spellcasters and Legends are the two headliners of this update. The Dark Spell Factory, the Dragon, level 5, second Air Sweeper, and then the New Leagues, which uh, is, is going to take some uh, explaining, I suppose. Uh, the Legend League Tournament, which I'll take this opportunity to say that on our last episode, I was emphatic that there was no Masters 1, 2, and 3. Aha! And that was absolutely correct. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So uh, when that yeah, came out, I was like, "Ooh, hell's gonna be eating his words." Absolutely, absolutely, I was. So the the way that that's working uh, is rather interesting. It, people have been clamoring for leagues above champs for a long time. Long time. Yeah, it's one of those things where you've got you get to thirty two hundred and there's nothing else to shoot for. Right. So it's just a number. It's just a number. Let's get the highest number. So now the way that they've done that is they've split champs into those three different leagues. Then you get Titans League. Once you get past that to the Barbarian King who lost his crown or <laughs> let, let his crown slip down. Let, let it slip. Yeah. That's a- yeah. Exactly what it looks like. Yeah, there's yeah. no other way. I mean, it's the, yeah. the silliest looking thing that I've ever seen. It's pretty silly looking, I agree. With that being said, the, the idea behind it is pretty cool. Where right now, no one has hit 5,000 trophies yet. No, I think the last that's... time I looked this afternoon, it was 49.77. I think it was like Battle B yeah. who had the top spot. And they've been hovering around that mark for a while. And yeah. when I say a while, I mean maybe a month or so. Duh, it's coming it's it, 5000 is going to be broken and the way that they've got this set up is that 5000 is going to be the carry over maximum so if yeah. you get over 5000 you get legend uh yeah legendary legendly. legend trophies yeah legend trophies which will be permanent but on a month long basis you just compete against the other players to get the highest above 5000 right. so say somebody gets to 5086 you're competing above all only the other players above 5000 person at the the end of the month long season now gets yeah. uh gets gems and i think this is the first time that they've given individual gems they've given clan yeah. gems for before but this is the first time they've do an individual so that'll but, be interesting to see yeah don't you think that this is probably the way to go because it uh rewards the people that get there first and Agreed. and uh it also there's always been this back and forth against between the players that are like you can call them elite you can call them the the folks that spend the most money on the game i mean it's probably one or the other right or, but there's always both. yeah or both there's this there's this difference between the people that play at the highest levels that probably have more money to put in the game and then the folks that are a little bit below that right so this really gives them like i i view this update in its entirety as like a return to pushing after you yeah. know, three or four updates that are, were all primary clan wars related yeah i agree with that too yeah yeah and every month it gives everybody that has worked their tails off to get up that high it gives them an equal starting point right whatever you can do for that month it's have at it yeah i think it's a great idea i think that we've had folks that are that were above 4900 trophies for a while but they've never really had a reason to push any higher than that i mean if you look at some of the folks that are up that high they attack one or two or three times a season because they're content where they are and this right. gives them a reason to push even further. Yep. 
Yeah, I think that that's that out of everything, it'll be years before I worry about 5K trophies. Yeah. But uh, so there's a lot more yeah. in this update that's going to affect me. But I think that that in itself is one of the biggest game changing items. Okay, so how about Dragon Level 5? So we've talked about some of the other stuff, the new leagues and, and that kind of thing. But uh, Nat, what do you think about Dragon Level 5? You said you were just going Dragon Level 4. Are you like in a race to get to Level 5? Is it worth it to you? No. I'm not in a race to Dragon Level 5. I still have three days left on my goblins. My next one will be Dragons to Level 4. I didn't see much hit point change or damage change to the dragon to where I think it's really going to make a huge impact or difference. Really, it might help a little bit. I think it'll definitely help um, defense-wise in war and even while trying to defend your loot in general. I think it'll help. And I think they look super freaking cool. But other than that, I'm not that impressed, to be honest. So Rancid, you're Town Hall 9, but will will Dragon level 5 after you get level 4, will that be a priority to you? Do you think this is the return of the dragon attack, or or what do you think? I don't think it's a return of a full dragon attack, no. It might be using the dragons on the back end. I think they're pretty useful in the CCs. That's the only two places that I can kind of see a really big use for them. Yeah. So what about the the second air sweeper? Halligan, I don't know how you have your first air sweeper in your base. How are you going to incorporate a second air sweeper? Well, I will tell you that uh, this clan that we faced in war, most of them had at least the, well, say all of them at least placed the sweeper so that it showed up on the map as level one. A couple of them gemmed it up and it wrecked, wrecked air attacks. And I'd say 75% Golaloon, 25% Goho. We did horrible with the Golaloon because those, I think two things, the air sweeper, the second air sweeper kind of messed up our angles and our approach and that type of stuff. And then something that we'll hit on later is the higher HP throughout the bases makes the loons less effective. I placed it so that they're kind of protecting two different ADs, the tougher ones to get to. And I suppose it helped. I had an anti uh, two star base as opposed to an anti three star base and was only two starred, which if I usually use that base against a good clan, I'd get three starred by a town hall 10. Who knows? It's going to be one of those time will tell whether balloons are even effective at this point. So I was one of the uh, Lalunian attacks that got wrecked. I don't know that I think that it had anything to do with the second air sweeper. It definitely had to do with the increased hit points, I think. My strategy with the second air sweeper is that I'm going to put them in positions where I would normally have a Tesla, and I'm going to point them in the same direction and then use those two Teslas that I took out to fill in the back end of it so that they can have more coverage on the direction where the air sweepers are not. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know how other people are going to handle it. I think it's easier to incorporate two of something into a base because you don't have that odd, you know, it's kind of, it was the odd man out for a while. Yep. Yeah. I think the exact opposite, to be completely honest. I have like no other double space to put my second air sweeper. I managed to find a perfect spot to fit my one air sweeper, but now I've got to find another double weird space 
this for my second one. Yeah, it, it did kind of force me to put double bombs kind of on the outside of my base. So far in wars, I, I generally don't get three-starred. I generally don't get two-starred, but as people start to adjust to this new defense, then we'll, we'll just have to see what happens. Agreed. Yeah, I think on farming base is where I'm going to have the most problems with it. I didn't have too much trouble placing it on my war map, but uh, farm base is going to be difficult. I'll probably end up putting a Tesla outside just to make room for that thing, and I have no yeah. idea which way I'll point it. Yeah. So one of the other things that got released in this update was the Dark Spell Factory. Nat, do you want to take us through some of the points on that? Sure. So let's see. We have Dark Elixir spells, and they start at Town Hall 8. We have the Poison Spell, which um, actually makes a toxic cloud that slows and drains the health of defending troops. We'll go over that here in a second. We have the Earthquake Spell, which rattles away hit points from buildings and walls. And we our third is the Haste Spell, which makes troops go super, super fast. That's the three Dark Elixir spells. The really cool thing about those is they only take one base in the spell factory so your normal spells your de freeze heal jump rage all of those will take two spots but your dark elixir will only take one right so now the dark spell factory adds a new thing to the game where we used to have only room for five spells we've now got 11 11 bases for spells and the old spells take two spaces the new spells take one space yep so at minimum we can take our normal spell complement in and one of the new dark spells what do we think of these new dark spells rancid do you have an opinion on on the new ones where are you at in your and how, how many have you seen? I saw a really wicked all earthquake attack. But, it was uh, so good. Right? <laughs> yeah, cool. Thank you so for cool. Sleeball for for stopping by, Sleeball from LexCore for stopping by and sharing a replay of eleven earthquake spells on some lava walls. It took those lava walls down it just melted them down it like was it just nuts. obliterated a side of the base and i think he only used six or seven earthquake spells and he literally passed right to the town hall yeah it was freaking cool yeah that was really neat i tried using uh, the dark spells in my war attack today i used the earthquake on a town hall and the clan castles to kind of get at them because they were in their own little compartments and i took a poison on my first attack it was just too slow i didn't get it down fast enough and I kind of lost track of where the CC troops were. That attack didn't really go so well and I only got the two stars but I'll keep playing with them and kind of see how it goes and again it's just going to be one of those things that you've got to get used to using. Yeah I, yeah, I'd say a lot of our guys had uh, the poison spell. I, well I'd say five six guys had poison spells already for this war and it worked wonderfully wonderfully on the CC troops unless they ran into a dragon. Um, loons were a little tough for one guy whose Valks got ahead of the ranged tr- troops, so the balloons obliterated the group of uh, Valkyries. Oh. But uh, yeah, <laughs> bye-bye redheads. Bye-bye. I think the poison is super useful and i think we're almost to the point now that we're not really gonna see a lot of archers wizards witches in clan castles you may but i think people are gonna start bringing poison spells in and once they get maxed poison spells then i i think you almost now have to have a distraction high hit point troop in the clan castle it's where those level five dragons are gonna come in handy right and what is the lightning spell for now 
we'll touch on this later, but you can't zap anybody anymore. Nope. You have a far better spell for taking out clan castle troops. So what are we going to use the lightning spell for? The only thing I can think of is for people that push. And again, I think that this update is for pushing. If you get to like 48 or 49% on an attack and you want to take yeah. out a builder hut or a hero base. Oh, you know, yeah. I was thinking the whole time you were talking, Coop, I was thinking, no, that's what the earthquake is for. But the nature of the earthquake spell is that you're only taking a percentage. Never get to zero by taking a percentage. It will so, with walls, but just yeah, not with buildings. I, I think that's kind of still out for debate because I just got the earthquake spell. I just put my dark spell factory to level two. And it doesn't say, like, it's 6%. It doesn't say 6% of remaining hit points. It just says 6%, 6%. of hit points. Huh. Yeah, so, if it's, it, even if it's down to one hit, well... I guess if you do know. get down to one, it'll round it down. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think it's something we'll we'll figure it out as it goes along. But I, I think as we get folks that have, like, I don't know anybody that has the think, haste spell at this point. I think you're right, Coop. I think it'll be used more for pushing, but I also think it'll be used a lot for farming. I know the cost of barch has gone up significantly, and I think it might be used maybe to take out mortars or splash damage builds buildings to kind of help keep your barbarians and archers alive and yes. you'll still use it as a town hall eight if you're dragging something you know and you want to take out an ad you can still use lightning right, right. so i can see it still being useful in the lower town hall levels and having yeah. its place in the higher town hall levels but i think it's going to be one of those spells that you just take rarely it's not going to be nearly as used as it used to be I think it's something that folk asked for for a long time. They wanted to have dark spells. It's been brought up in several podcasts. It definitely keeps you more engaged in the battle, right? The more spells you have, the more... You can't really set... You can't use what I like to call the the Ron Popeil method. You can't just set it and forget it, right? Right. <laughs> you, you have to stay engaged in the battle so that you can drop your spells. I, you know, I think, I think it's good for the game because it keeps you more active in the battle. Definitely, yeah. That's a great observation. For I like sure. that. I like that a lot. I think the Dark Spell Factory is something we'll talk about probably in the next couple of episodes because as people get it upgraded, we're going to get more experience with some of the higher level Dark Spells. But, you know, one of the big things that came out in this update are the new leagues, the Titan League, the three Champions Leagues, and then the Legend League Tournament that's coming out. Rancid, do you want to take us through those? Sure. Uh, they're introducing the Titan League, ultra-prestigious Legend Leagues at, at 5,000 trophies. That's just a pipe dream for me, I think. Coop, I think you'll be, you and Nat are going to be our poster children for getting up to 5,000. Uh-huh. We just, we, uh-huh. we just uh-huh. elected you, I think. The Legend League Tournament, they're new challenges for the top players ending every month. So from what I understand with all of this, as we talked a little bit before, every month, once you hit 5,000, you're going to climb up to whatever you can climb up to. That'll be sort of your your new goal. And at the end of the month, you're going to be reset back down to 5,000. And it's either going to be a personal challenge or a challenge between you and the world to see if you can beat that number and beat everybody else, I guess. I said that's just one of those in the cloud kind of things. The last thing that we've got here is the tournament legends. How are they going to get their final standings featured in the top players? So, and yeah. I think the coolest thing about it, I think the legend league shield looks amazing. Yeah, it's pretty cool looking. Really uh, amazing. Yeah, in in and of itself, being in the legend league is going to be a big deal. And the fact that you can get these legend trophies and you can't lose them. 
again, you know, I've said it twice now, and I'll try not to say it again. This is a pushing update, and the fact that they've put your highest attained cups at the top of your profile now. I'm not sure yeah, if that's it's cool. a pushing update. I would call it push and farm related yeah. more than I would just pushing. I think there's a lot of things that are farming related as well. And yeah. I also think that they nerfed a lot of things. So but we'll see. Couldn't we all agree that it's definitely not a war update for Oh, sure. no, 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 it's not. Again, you know, I don't know that any of us are going to be in Legend League anytime soon. I know that I was no. going to push to Titan League, but even that for the normal player, I think, is, is a stretch, right? At least for the next while until things, I think, start evening out and there's more people in champs and yep. it's just so time consuming and difficult to even get up past 3,600. Oh, yeah. It, it just takes way too much time. So until. I can get to 3,200 on defense alone and search and get like 2817 offer pretty much every time. Mm-hmm. I won't be going up there anytime soon. I just don't have the time. Well, let me ask you this, and you guys know this better than me, but sure. from everything you guys have been saying, as you push up, lately it seems like you're getting one and two cup offering. Oh, yeah. Do you think that kind of offering is now going to move up into these Dream League and Masters champ are going to have a better cup offering? I think everything will have a better cup offering because you're going to have more people in champs, more people in titans, more people in legends, and legends is still going to be obviously super difficult. Even titans is going to be difficult. But it's yeah. it's a trickle-down effect. There will be more people, and it'll kind of just start trickling down, and you'll have more trophy offers to go around. Yeah, I don't know. I think that for a while now, folks that have kept up with Supercell have known that Clash of Clans, they've planned to be a 10-year-or-more game, and I do think that this really points to that, because I, I think... It's going to take me 10 years to get to yeah. that yeah. league. <laughs> well, it's going to take me three the fact that nobody is in legend league at this point and i do think we'll see people start to creep up in legend league but we're not going to have a critical mass of people in legend oh, no. league we're not going to have a, a critical mass of people in titan league for a while well no because titan and legends is meant to be what champs was in right. what 2014 yeah exactly there was just nobody there that's right I think this is a plan for the future. I think it's a great plan. It's probably not the last time we're going to see more leagues added. I agree. What's next? Yeah, so some of the other things that came down that we'll go over, not quite as exciting as new troops or or new leagues or something like that. I would disagree. Well, okay, we'll talk about that for a second then. We've got some game balancing. Yay! So, definitely not not boring, right? So we've got training times in the spell factory that have been reduced. Nothing's over 30 minutes. And spell queuing. It's That's not, huge. Yeah, I, I agree. To be able to go into a battle and have extra spells queued is a big deal. Huge. Something that has been a topic in Kent Farmhouse for as long as I can remember is zapping. And now all resource storages are immune to direct spell damage, so no more Yay. zapping of storages. You can't Stop earthquake storages. That's right. Nada. It's like they have a Death Star shield around they them. Ha- they are shielded up. 
you know, one thing that I don't guess I completely understand is that in tournaments are now going to be a month long. Uh, I don't know if it's a, an oversight in the update where we haven't seen that yet or if I haven't just paid attention, but one of the things they announced was that clan tournaments are going to be one month long. Good for clans that keep track of that kind of thing, right, Natalia? Because you only have to uh, log it once a month. I, I think that goes back to what we were talking before. That's more for the individual stats, I believe, yeah. so that those above 5,000 have, uh, it, and maybe they're all tied together, but it's critical for those above 5,000 to have a month to get those extra cups against each other. I mean, because right. foreseeable future, you're looking at 20, maybe 25 guys above that 5,000 cup. It's yeah. going to take a month for them to separate themselves from each other. So I think that that's what this is about. And then the clan season just kind of follows suit. Yeah. I have to admit, for somebody who keeps track of clan stats, such as myself, this is very, very, very nice. I only have to do it once a month now instead of twice a month. Yeah, I, I agree. I think if you're a serious clan and something that we might touch on in later episodes is like clan management. It's something that you need to keep a track of and, and it's easier now that it's a monthly deal. So we had Barbarians, Archers, Dragons, and Pika or Pekka. Pekka. They were cost adjusted. Pekka, to do that <laughs> uh, some, of this, some of this stuff was leaked and it said it was cost adjusted for some levels but guess what it was cost adjusted up for some levels cost adjusted way up exactly so now i was talking to natalia earlier and i know halligan you're a big air guy it is just as economical to loon now as it is to march yeah is it really yes yeah. the dark elixir as long as you can get at least 700 you know 660 to 700 dark elixir per raid there's no reason to march anymore you should just My go ahead and build the loons now costs eighteen thousand more dark elixir or not dark or, elixir but elixir, elixir. Yeah. than it did That's before right. my <laughs> barbarians went up my level set so they're max max barbarians max archers Went from 200 to 250, and my archers went from 400 to 500. I know, Rancid, you use a mixture of everything when you farm, so this does affect you too. Is this is this going to change the way you farm? No, I carry 32 barb, 32 arch, so it's it's not that big of a cost increase for me, okay. considering what I'm taking. I'd rather still go with that, because I know it's really doing a good job, and yeah. it, the cost is negligible to me. When you're running you know, 120, 130 barbarians and the rest, archers yeah you really see a price increase so one of the things that i think was kind of buried in the update is the fact that we've had a lot of buildings they say several but it's really almost all buildings Everything. that have had hit points increased and nat and i are town hall 10 you guys are town hall 9 but at town hall 10 we've got cannons that got 90 more hit points we've got archer towers that are that got over 100 over 100 yeah wizard towers over 100 You've got over 100 hit points added to each of your pumps and mines and your storages. So from my standpoint, this really impacts Lunion because minions don't cause that much damage. Lava pups don't cause that much damage. What do you guys think the biggest impact is to all the new hit points that were I added think, to all these buildings? I think it impacts everything. I don't think it just impacts Lunion. You know, yeah, it does impact Lunion because the balloons are going to take quite a bit longer to take down the defenses you used to be able to send out a balloon on one archer's tower and it would one shot kill the archer's tower and now it doesn't it goes down before it can kill the archer's tower it changes that i think it changes anything you use golems with 
just everything because everything's going to take just a little bit longer to take down. And and when you start adding up those seconds or half a seconds or, or whatever they are, it makes a big difference in the end. And was- just with everything that just keeps hitting you, it, it's it's going to change everything. Yeah, I think Gearbanger, pretty sure it was Gearbanger, did the math. And there's close to 5,500 additional hit points added to a Town Hall 9. Wow. Yep. That's huge. Yeah, you, you really have to examine your attacks and think about how you're deploying. I think we're going to be talking about this, too, for the next several weeks. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's going to be all new army comps coming out of this. Uh, when you're talking war, there's going to be new strategies when you're talking farming. This is really going to impact farming. I haven't had a chance to do much farming since the update, but uh, it's going to make a big, big difference. Yeah, I can tell you right away, I noticed it in my war attack that buildings that my queen was taking down in four shots now standing up for yet another second it is going to be such a exponential problem as you through the base everything's taking an extra shot extra second taking wizards a little longer it's taking your loons a lot longer yeah i agree 100 we've also talked about dragons well we haven't talked about this but level four is going to be moved oh. town hall nine and then you know i don't know if this is a visual change or if it's really a change that has to do with the game but the archer tower arrows are going to move faster so that they quote unquote miss less of their shots uh, when they're in range. I've noticed this already. Yeah, me too. I mean, it looks actually, I mean, if you're if you're looking at it, it looks more like if you really have archer towers, right? Ar- arrows move fast. So it just, to me, it just looks more realistic. I, I think don't know this if it is really a graphical change. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Me yeah. too. I don't think that this impacts how quickly the, the targets die, but this may have been something that they yeah. were correcting for after they increased the speed of their DP Yes. Yeah. Right. Me too. Because it looked like arrows were landing behind troops, but they were still hitting them. Mm-hmm. Right. So some of the other things that came out in the uh, update were uh, artificial intelligence improvements. Halligan, what's going on in that that aspect of the update? Thanks. You asked me about intelligence. I'm going to yeah. fail miserably. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's been a mixed bag about this. Since we've had the war and a day to look about this, the big thing that everybody has been asking for is for the Archer Queen to be a Archer Queen and not a glorified wall breaker. I was ecstatic when I saw this as part of the update. Both of my attacks, my queen ignored the stuff that was on the other side of the wall because she didn't think that she could break through it. She went to a further building on the outside of the around, wall. Around, right? Around the yes. base. So this, as much of a godsend as I thought this was, this actually is... Take it back. Uh, Take it back. Yeah. Take it well, back. They I took the wall it. breaker update away. Yeah. I don't want it. I'm <laughs> thinking that this one, bust the walls, babe. Bust yeah. the walls. Yeah, I um, agree. This, I'm not sold on. It's going to be take a lot of getting used to, see how it works in the coming days. So getting onto those uh, wall breakers, they did a maintenance update this morning, less than 24 hours after the, or about 24 hours after the update where they removed the AI improvement on the wall breakers because there was something screwed up with that. And then I guess, and I never really noticed this, where the defending troops would target an attacking troop and even if it got out of range, it would still be stuck on that and wouldn't retarget another yeah. attacking troop. And suppo- And I never noticed that. I don't know. Did you guys notice that? Yeah. No. Well, I did. Yeah. I think it's rare. Like you would see YouTube videos every 
every once in a while where you would see wizards that seemed to be confused as to what they were going to attack next. But Well, that was on the, pardon me, the uh, attacking yeah. side. It wasn't oh, on yeah, the no. defensive side. This has to do with the, like, say, the whiz towers. A troop would get into their range, then move out of their range, but they were still targeting it. So as the barbarians were coming in, that archer queen or whatever would be just outside of their range of fire, but their AI was still stuck on that archer queen. And I, like I said, I never noticed that in any attack, but I guess it was a thing, and Supercell says that they fixed that thing. Yeah, I guess I've never really, either I haven't experienced that or I haven't noticed it. Anybody else? I haven't, no. No, I haven't seen any defenses that have gone weird like that yeah so they fixed an unseen problem yeah this was a big update we could stop here and i think everybody would agree that it would be a big update but some of the little things that they fixed were interface improvements the way we interact with the game matt do you want to go over that sure so we have a new train your army button which is right below the attack button for war so you don't have to go hunting through your barracks to find out what troops you have cooking where you can just go to that little button and it tells you everything does anybody use this i do Do yeah yeah because i i have a barracks and i'm reloading right now but i have one barracks on my game that is just to the upper or i'm sorry the lower right hand corner of my town hall it's always the barracks that i hit to get my army going and this this little part just doesn't affect me at all it screws me up because there's extra steps when you're going from left to right honestly i don't know about you guys i always hit the left button to go to my next barracks and yeah i hit the right i I always hit the right and this actually you guys would probably enjoy better than me because when you hit that attack button it starts on the the troop start button whatever you call it it starts on the far left and so when i hit my left button it goes into either the spells or the right the Oh, no, that's screen. got you all screwed up. It's got me all messed up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, do like, I do like the army overview. Like, I do, too. I, I, I like do the too. fact that you can request troops from that screen, but I can tell you that I always hit that one barracks. It always brings it up, and I'm always right in the middle of everything, right? Like, I hit to the right once, I'm into my dark troops, and it's never really bothered me, so it's a nice to have, but that's it. Yeah, I like the army overview button. So that was another thing that came out there. We also have quick tabs adding to the training views, which makes, I guess, cycling between buildings easier. I haven't really played with that. I have used that. That actually, especially, well, and maybe I've used it because moving to the left doesn't work for me anymore. So I can actually (laughs) hunt and pick those barracks, but specifically with my uh, spells, because one thing that I've noticed is that because you're able to cue those spells, you really don't know what you've got and what you've got cooking when you're looking at the spell factory. You can see spells that are cued, but you don't know what's actually cooked. So I have gone from my spell factory tab to the army overview tab to see what spells that I've got, and then back to the spells factory tab to fix that. Gotcha. The next one on the list we have is troop selection when attacking has been cleaned up with new visuals and sounds. Which I have not paid any attention to because I don't play the game with sound. Yeah, I didn't notice the sound. I'm, I think I'm the yeah, only player either. in this world that uses sound. So but, I'm going to uh, need to 
turn on my sound it. and see if there's any difference. And not that yeah. I'm going to know if there's any difference, because the last time I played with sound was probably five updates ago. <laughs> oh, at, at least, right? I'm either so, listening to music or watching TV. Yeah, generally don't listen to sound. Yeah. The two, I have two more, and these have to be by far the most exciting of the entire update. You can now filter offensive clan chat by enabling the clan chat filter in the settings. You know what I don't get about this one? Have you guys checked as leaders goes, can you set that as a global thing for the clan? I don't think because, so. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't think so. So who is going to set the filter on their own chat? Somebody well, who doesn't yeah. like curse words? Yeah, try it. Then, like then what the star, star, star are you doing in this game? <laughs> Well, I guess or my question would be... I guess. Maybe yeah. go find yourself a new clan. But yeah, exactly. I, right. I don't know. Yeah, this would work fine in our clan until about, I don't know, 6 o'clock Pacific yeah, time. Yeah, 6 p.m. And then, <laughs> and then you're missing a lot yeah, if you you're, decide uh, to you, turn you the filter on. I wouldn't know what was going on. Yeah, no idea. The final one is for all you Arabic and traditional Chinese speakers. Those two languages are now supported. Yay! Hey, you know what? Anything that gets more people involved in the game, right? I'm good with that. Yep. How do you say woot woot in traditional Arabic? Woot woot. Woot woot. Woot woot. Wow. So big update. You know, we've gone over most of everything that's in the update. It was a really, I would say it's game changing. I mean, to close out the update, you know, things that we're going to talk about. Rancid, how do you rate the update? What do you think was the biggest thing going on here? I give it a pretty good rating. I don't know if you want a number or... If you had to rate this, rate this on a scale between 1 and 17, with 1 being the lowest and 17 being great. I'll spend gem. Awesome. (laughs) All right. Uh, It's going to be mostly on the, the dark spells getting that uh, the dark spell factory up and getting my I don't know if I'll spend gems on the time for the spell levels but definitely yep. a factory so I have the availability Matt your your final word on the update I'm gonna give it a nine out of 17 I am happy with the dark spells. I like the difference in the building hit points because I think it's going to force me to change some of my attacks and the way I attack and maybe become a smarter attacker. So I like the challenge, but the rest of it is just a little iffy for me still. Yeah, I think that's a good way to put it, that it'll make, it, it may force you to be smarter or more diverse in the way you play, right? Right. Yeah, yeah I got to agree with that. It's, it's definitely going to force you to think much more about your attacks. That's the update, guys. Um, we do have a couple of questions tonight. We got one question from Skullduggery and Camp Farmhouse, and we were talking about this a little bit in clan chat today and a little bit uh, outside of clan chat. And his question was, what do you think the best device is for playing Clash of Clans? And what do you think the best screen size is? And Rancid, what are your thoughts on that? Well, you know, it was it's funny that you bring this up because I just pulled out my old iPhone 4 and I was looking at it, carrying it to my wow. iPhone 6 Plus. Oh. And Terrible. saying, oh my god, it's so small. And then I put both of them on top of my Surface, and it didn't even cover a third of the space. Yeah. <laughs> Don't um, say that. Oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't load it on BlueStacks, so and that's not how I'm playing it. But... <laughs> 
What what about you, Halligan? What size screen do you, or is your favorite to play on? Do you have a favorite device, a device that you think you might want to buy in the future? Oh gosh, I think seven inch tablet is the ideal size for this game. I've got a Nexus Seven that uh, I've had for a while, and it's perfect because with the hands on the screen, you're th- both thumbs can actually meet in the middle, so you've yep. got full drop ability across that whole screen. My phone that I had been using was a Moto X, mm-hmm. and I absolutely loved that phone, but I was thinking maybe a little bit bigger screen size would help me out for work, not for, no, no. I actually, yeah, mm-hmm. Clash of Clans had a lot to do with why mm-hmm. I ended up getting a, a Droid Turbo, and it helps a little bit, but I, I still won't do war attacks yeah. with my phone. I'll turn on the hotspot and hook up to my tablet if I've got to do a war attack. A seven inches is, is the sweet spot as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I, I'm in a quandary right now. I said a couple of episodes ago, or maybe last episode, that I just moved cross country, and one of the things that I did was give my iPad Air, which I dearly loved playing the game on, to my kids. I'm at the point where I'm going to decide to buy a device, and, and whether my wife might like to hear it or not, most of what that's going to be based on is where what I think my clashing experience is going to be. <laughs> So, so I'm kind of torn between either getting an iPad Air 2, which is their top-of-the-line iPad, or an iPad Mini 3, I think is what they're on. Or there's so. this new, yeah, there's this new NVIDIA tablet, or it may not even be new anymore, but it's this new NVIDIA. The Shield. Yeah, the Shield, oh, which that, is supposed to be built for gaming. Outside of Clash of Clans, everything that I've heard about that NVIDIA Shield is amazing. Yeah. You can play streaming games through... Through Nvidia's gaming service, right? Uh, it's <laughs> yeah. You're nerding out, Holly. A little bit. Your nerd. <laughs> I'm drooling. He says your Nvidia Shield. Is I want. I want. <laughs> yep. And I'm an and I'm an iOS guy, right? So for me to even give any consideration to this Nvidia tablet is something else. Nat, what about you? What do you play on? What do you think's the best kind of thing to play on? Now listen, the first two years I played Clash or year and a half i played on an iphone 5 never had i played on an ipad never had i done any computer thing i strictly paid on my little iphone 5 screen when i upgraded to the 6 plus it was like an entire clash world opened for me i could not believe it i could like see things in detail Mm -hmm. that i didn't even know existed so i'm gonna say my iphone 6 plus is amazing i don't think you need a tablet it would be nice to have a tablet but to in all honesty i like the fact and i think halligan has a good point here of the seven inch i think it's kind of the perfect size to where you can come all the way together with your thumbs because i don't want to have to lay down my tablet on a table and have to attack that way i want to be able to hold my phone or whatever it is in my hands and be able to read across the entire screen. So I think my 5.5 inch is perfect for that. The other things I did was gave away my uh, my iPhone 6 Plus to my daughter whenever I moved. Why do you keep giving away your good stuff to your yeah, kids? I, I, yeah, Terrible. that's a good those, question, isn't <laughs> those it? Those dang kids. Yeah, I've been playing on an iPhone 6 for like the last two months, which I think is fine. I mean, it's a big enough screen, and I folks would probably argue that my war performance has gone down, but you know, that's, that's another thing. I, I think 
think it stayed the same. I was going to say, when you start in the cellar, it's not, not yeah, too hard to not, not real <laughs> maintain. Hard to, to maintain there, buddy. Yeah, super, super guys. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, <laughs> the other question we got was from Yasmir, and he's also in the, uh, the in, in Camp Farmhouse. And, and he has questions because he's a Town Hall 9. Okay. Uh, he wants to know what level he should get his walls to and his heroes to before he goes to Town Hall 10. And I have a feeling that there are some differing opinions on this. We have a couple of folks that are in Town Hall 9 that are thinking about going to Town Hall 10. So why don't we start with them? Uh, Halligan, uh, why don't we start with you? I think you've made pretty clear where you feel about walls, Coop. Well, well I'm about I to. Was, yeah, and <laughs> if it's not clear already, I'm sure you're going to clear it up. I felt that way all the way through Town Hall 9. Every single Town Hall, I upped before my walls were done. Because there's wall breakers, people. They get through walls. And there's balloons. They get over walls. And earthquake spells now. Well, yeah. Now now that you mention that, maybe my opinion will change once this uh, earthquake spell takes hold. But once you get to Town Hall 9 and are able to get the Legos Lavas especially, they really, really mess up any attack. Maybe this focuses more on war than defending your loot, but you've got to get some kind of ground action going, even for a full air attack now. They nerfed the Pentaloon, so there's no way to just completely go air. You've got to have feet on the ground to take out the Archer Queen, take out the CC, whatever it is. And those walls will hold up anything. It's hard to get wall breakers in there. It's hard to sometimes jump spell over multiple walls that you well, need to. Well, hello. Did you just not see Sleeball's attack with his yeah. earthquake yes, spells I taking did. out those freaking lavas? Yeah, I did. And, and what I'm saying right now is just my gut from what I've experienced thus far. It's get about those to walls up. Yeah, get those walls up. It's worth it, at least until Earthquake takes hold. And as far as heroes, it doesn't get any easier to farm your heroes once you go to Town Hall 10. Disagree. Might as well do it. Might as well do it now. <laughs> yeah, disagree. Yeah, yeah, Hard I, I, disagree. That's right. I would say it doesn't get any harder either. But hold, hold on, Natalia. We're going to get to you soon because I think you're going to be on my team. But Rancid, this is super important to you because I think you're getting very close no matter, no matter what you say about how high you need to get on walls or heroes you're you're about to uh, run out of stuff to do so what what's your opinion on this I did it because that's the way that I wanted to play. I would say that if you feel comfortable going up once you've got uh, decent heroes and just watching the attacks, and again, as Hal said, the walls are making things more difficult, even with the, the earthquake spell. That attack that Sleeball did was just awesome to watch, but it was only 37%. Got the town hall, but he didn't get much else. And I think once his attack is tweaked out, it'll probably be a lot more successful. It comes down to, yeah, slowing down some of the ground troops to protect your queen. If you can protect her in your attack by having tough walls and you're going to do well on defense and a higher level queen it really does do a lot of damage i watched my queen today on an air attack just pick loon after loon after loon off they all went around her my blowers kept blowing them right back towards the aq and she just kept pulling them down i had uh, a town hall 10 attack me for a one star and i think it was another town hall 10 or maybe a high nine attack me for no stars yeah i've certainly heard enough about your heroes um <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah the, the folks that said that it's i disagree <laughs> that it's harder to farm for the heroes are talking to the guy with the max heroes yeah exactly I, i'm a town hall 10 and have hero envy uh, <laughs> natalia what do you think i think you should go up whenever you feel ready to go up 
in all honesty. Yeah. If you well spoken. Go up to, if you want to go up to Town Hall 10 and you have wooden walls, go for it. If that's what you want to do, it's going to be hard to attack. You're going to get all your crap stolen. Yeah. But if that's what you want to do, then then do it. Every, everybody's I, entitled to their opinion, right? Even if it's sure, wrong. Sure, exactly. <laughs> I think that having decent heroes, I think that was my big mistake as I went to Town Hall 10 and I don't even think I had double digit heroes. I would say get your heroes up for sure. I would say 100% in my opinion is to make sure all of your troops are upgraded. Everything is maxed out for Town Hall 9. Again, that's my opinion. Defense, right? Yeah, defenses are are done. Because when you get to Town Hall 10, there is a lot of defenses to do. A lot. Some defenses that go up two, three times. I'm still working on defense. I'm done. My troops are almost done. I, I have one more. I have the dragon. And I, I'm not even close to finishing my defenses yet. So make sure those defenses are upgraded. Walls. I don't think it really matters, to be honest. Yeah, so a couple of things. One. I remem- you, Coop. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> Vividly, when Natalia went to Town Hall 10. Yes, you do. And she had at least six Town Hall 10s that were goading her to push the button. Yep. When that happened. Two, I went to Town Hall 10 when I had school walls. I did too. And, and I think I had a level 10 king. And I think for, I did too. Yeah, for the folks that say that it's so hard to farm at Town Hall 10. It is not. It is absolutely not hard. No, it is not to, at all. To, to farm at Town Hall 10. You get new troops. They're more powerful. You have a 10% loot bonus on a Town Hall 9, which you can still, even with the matchmaking update, you can still find plenty of Town Hall 9s to take advantage of. I don't think that it's super important. Now, this week we talked about the way I flip-flopped on war in the last episode. So I am going to do kind of a flip-flop on this. I think that when you look at what your town hall or or what your heroes or your walls need to be when you go to town hall 10, you can't look at it from a standpoint of the way you attack. You have to look at it from the standpoint of the way everybody else attacks. And so I am a little bit more understanding of somebody that wants to upgrade their walls because when I get hit, it's by go wee wee, go wipe. Something that doesn't have a name that's got Valkyries or something else or somebody that's put 14 hero or 14 healers on their Archer Queen or something like that. Wall wall level is going to help you there. So I do have a bit of a flip-flop. All right, now it's time for Natalia to do her joke. Oh my gosh. Okay, so today it's not quite a joke. But uh, Halligan found me an article that was that lists the 18 worst kinds of Clash of Clans players that you've definitely encountered. I've picked out my top four. I will post the rest on Twitter so you guys can check out all 18. The number one that I loved and I thought pertained, actually we all thought pertained to this update was... Uh, the Lightning Thief. So it says, without a doubt, the vilest, dirtiest, most underhanded, cowardly, wretched piece of scum and villainy is somebody who drops five lightning spells on your packed dark elixir storage and then leaves without so much as a goodbye. 
Bad news, scumbags. By the end of the week, storages will be immune to spells. Your days are numbered. It has come. You're done. Heck, right. You don't exist anymore. Yay! Yep. <laughs> woot, my, woot. my next favorite one, which I have encountered a few of these, as I'm sure you all have, are war sleepers. Here's an example. The score of the war is 54 to 55. You're down by one star. There are 10 minutes of war left. That new guy that you just let in last week has two attacks left you told him what time war started he didn't show up you guys lose the war and you cry <laughs> hey we're lucky that we don't encounter that very much we don't we've had it happen a couple times so my next one these people are called non-donators so even worse than getting goblins and wall breakers you get nothing so they're the type of people who come on, make a troop request, but clearly ignore the one that you have that's open. They are instant boots. Then why is Coop stuck around so long? Hey. Right? No, 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 no. Hey. Oh, that's funny. My last one are spies. So here's an example. It says that, uh, oh, so you'd like to join our clan. Right as war is starting? You know, you look a lot like the guy who just left the enemy clan. You wouldn't just be coming over here to scout or trap placements of our clan castle troops by any chance. For God's sake, man, at least send somebody over who isn't already in the war lineup. <laughs> To be fair, we have successfully sent spies before, and it's kind of hilarious. So I don't know. Phantom Warlord. Yep, those were my four favorites. Like I said, there's 18 of them all together, and we'll go ahead and post that on our Twitter feed so you guys can see all 18. That's right. But I thought those were pretty good. Yeah. All right, everybody. So that's the show tonight. Let's do some shout-outs. Halligan, do you have anybody you want to mention tonight? I do. I want to shout out a new member to K2, Drum Thumper. Is uh, it's actually a yeah, woo Drum Thumper. I don't have any uh, anything to beat on. His main is actually in uh, Reddit Lithium and has been a, a supporter of the cast for a while. Follow him on Twitter, and he joined up to K2 sometime yesterday, I guess. No. Yeah. I don't think so. I think it was a couple days ago. Was it? Was it? I think so. Pretty sure. Yeah, I just know that it was nighttime whenever he joined up. Because I uh, talked to him all day yesterday. And I oh, know it was nighttime, but it might not have been last night. Exactly. I know he they was all there kind of blend together. That. Yeah. So, real good guy. Shout out to him. And uh, I'll, I'll hit you up on Twitter. All right, Natalia, who do you want to shout out? So my shout out this week goes to Half Dollar 86 in Kent Farmhouse for doing yet another amazing three-star go wipe slash go wee wee attack in war. I swear it's consistent. I don't know how he does it. I am completely amazed. So congrats to you, Half Dollar, for... Viddy said continuously three-starring with Go Wipe or Go Wee Wee. Good job. I'm right. How about you, Rancid? Who do you want to shout out this week? I'll give a big shout-out to uh, Blue Triangle. He's somebody I met through line chat out of uh, Fitz. He's a fellow carver. Uh, he was giving me a little bit of 
tips and, and sent me a couple of links to help me with uh, some of the audio quality. So, uh, barring this episode, we'll hope that it keeps improving. Yay! Awesome. Yeah. Blue Triangle good people, too. Super good people. Hey, and this week, I want to shout out somebody that I've, I've had the pleasure of watching on television, you know, when I was a kid, and I know my kids have enjoyed. Sonia Manzano has played Maria on Sesame Street for the last 45 years. Wow. She has dedicated her life to making sure that kids, one, felt safe, two, tried to learn something, has been through, you know, numerous things through the news, the 9-11 towers. She announced uh, earlier this year that she was going to retire from Sesame Street, but uh, that if if they made it to 50 years, which they will in 2019, she'd be happy to come back. But so Sonia Manzano, who's played Maria for the last 45 years on Sesame Street, I shout you out. Super. That is awesome. That is yeah, awesome. Yeah, I yeah, saw yeah, the yeah. report on that, and yeah, it brought me back to my childhood days. That's totally. Right. So anyway, that's that's the episode today. You can find us at www.theclashfiles.com. We're on Twitter at The Clash Files. Make sure you subscribe to us on iTunes, or you can find us on Spreaker or Stitcher Radio, uh, or you can just subscribe from the RSS feed on the website. If you've got a question or comment, please tweet us or email us at hosts at theclashfiles.com. Uh, and we would sure appreciate any kind of rating or review that you want to put on iTunes. That helps us out. And uh, we'll see you next time. That's the show today. We hope you've enjoyed listening. And this Clash File is closed. <laughs> Death to Zappers. Today's show has been brought to you by the brand new Resource Storage Shield. And has always been produced by me, Rancid Meat. Our music today is by Metallica. Thanks very much and have a great day.
Thank you.